0: Hello, I'm Emma-Jane Purcell and welcome back to Fail Harder, the podcast where I chat to people at the top of their game about failure, from their first memory of failure to how they cope with it now. So before I introduce my guest, I'd just like to say a special thank you to the UX Design Institute who sponsors this podcast. UX Design is what it feels like to use a website or an app, and UX designers are in demand, As more of our lives move into digital tools and software, more and more industries need to create good apps and websites, meaning there has never been as much demand for UX designers. The UX Design Institute offers university credit rated courses in UX that are all online. Just visit uxdesigninstitute.com forward slash fail for more info. Joining me on the podcast today, I have the absolutely brilliant Chris Wally.
1: And I remember being in fourth year in secondary school, and someone found out, like, I knew that Like I was just learning lines off my free cast or something like that. For. I think it was actually Mr. Man and the Walsh monologue. For, and someone like, said, What are you doing? And then <laughs> Then he was like, I was all like, oh, for acting and stuff. And it was one of these kids that I think he was one of the rugby lads or whatever. Like, and then instead of like, you know, you have these kind of and scenarios, like, they're all gonna start going, ha, ah, ha, look at it. They're all like, that's class, boy. that's unreal, and why'd you do that? And- and I realised like, oh, wow, well, no one cares.
0: Chris is widely known for his portrayal of Jack O'Keefe in the film and TV series, The Young Offenders. In 2018, he was cast alongside Aidan Turner in the West End production of The Lieutenant of Moore. For this performance, he was nominated for an Evening Standard Emerging Talent Award, selected as a BAFTA Breakthrough Brit, and won an Olivia Award. Chris also portrayed Private Bullen in the film 1917. But today, Chris is not here to talk about success. He's here to talk about failure.
1: Hello, how are
0: you? I'm very good. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Thank you.
0: Thank you. You're <laughs> very welcome to the podcast.
1: It's great to be, it's great to see you over Zoom to be yes, part of the virtual, virtual studio.
0: Virtual <laughs> studio, never not be weird. <laughs> it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I think I, as well, like many of the, just over Zoom, like just sorry, over like lockdown, everything's just become so normalized on Zoom. Like that's how you hang out with your friends, that's where you go for drinks. It's all over Zoom. It's all yeah. weird. But, like, I think I'm ready to kind of go back to seeing people yeah, in sure. person now. Yeah, you've
0: been doing loads of press though as well recently, haven't you? For uh, Young yeah. Fenders' new season. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's not the worst actually, to be honest, because you're doing interviews all day over Zoom. But you could just when in between, you can just go into your kitchen, make you some food. You don't, yeah. you're not getting bothered too much. You're in your own space. And then you just log off. You're still at home, so I didn't actually mind that. There's certain things in the keep Yeah, yeah. To, Not
0: living the rockstar life, <laughs> sitting at yeah, home
1: exactly. in the kitchen. <laughs> <That's> it, exactly <laughs> me point
0: the, the new episode came out this week, didn't it? It season. did,
1: yeah. So they they released them all on iPlayer at the same time. I think it was last week, but uh, they come and it comes out then every Friday on RT and BBC One at like half nine, I think. Class, so, yeah. it's
0: got some run, hasn't it?
1: yeah I know yeah yeah I think it's all just a bit mad like we did the film five years ago and the film was made for 50 grand initially we weren't even being paid for the film it was all kind of a labour of love. Mm. and I just I didn't even think it would make the cinema and there here we are five years later with three mm. seasons and, and the film so I think it's all of us kind of are, have uh, that kind of pinching moment to go why how is this still happening yeah, which is great
0: really speaking of failures I uh did a few auditions for season one of Young Offenders didn't get the pass oh, did you still bitter
1: <laughs> oh no are they on YouTube a lot of people's ones are on YouTube we can still see them I'm oh, going to well, Google yeah. later
0: I think the first tape uh, yeah the first audition was a tape alright Um yeah. I don't know, did I put Is it on YouTube? God, I hope. I it's don't not. know. A
1: lot of people were putting them up on YouTube by accident and trust me, we saw them all. <laughs> so yeah, when something's on YouTube,
0: programs. I put up a dance that I did like God, I don't know why I'm saying this over the podcast, but sure anyways, here we are. Um when I was about fifteen, me and two friends did like a dance to Rihanna's disturbia over uh like for this school fashion show. And then we thought we were savage, so we put it up on YouTube and it's still there. <sighs>
1: Okay, I've I'm trying to take to it down. Like <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, you probably forgot all your details.
0: Yeah, but yeah. now so much time has lapsed. Like, I think initially I thought it was class, then I was mortified about it. And now, like, so much time has yes. lapsed. I'm like, oh, fuck it, like.
1: It's gone full circle, yeah. It could yeah. be worse. It's, it's could vintage work. cool in there, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Right, before we begin, let me just explain the format of the podcast to you. Yes. So, I have 20 questions in front of me, numbered at random. Most are straightforward, however, some are a little unconventional. And in the spirit of failure and trying to assert control over what life might throw at us, you can pick the numbers.
1: Okay, cool, right. I, ready? Go for, I go? Yeah, I yes, don't know why I think it's well. number 17.
0: Number 17, okay. Did you ever fail anything in school?
1: Did I ever fail anything in school? Okay. Uh, I was actually, you know, I, I was a messer in school, definitely. Mm. But I, I did I did work hard in school, I think. Um, I remember just like, I always knew I wanted to be an actor and that was all I ever wanted to do from the age of about like nine. But I remember my mom was always like, you need to have a backup, you need to have a backup. So... So, yes, no, I did. I did, actually. Uh, So, sorry, to my head there, I was like, no, I didn't. Uh, I thought I did quite well and everything. But, no, I did. In first year of secondary school, I I failed, triumphantly failed um, music. Oh. I'm really, really, really musically, like inhibited challenged. like so <laughs> so i'm so bad it's it's impressive that um yeah so i failed music i remember and everyone like i failed by quite a lot as well oh. i just 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 singing and um yeah uh, and and some things sometimes with the uh, instruments i'm very challenged that
0: Usually actors so, yeah. are kind of like yeah. generally decent at music. It's kind of like it's a thing that a lot of actors just have that they're yeah, kind of yeah, musical. So that's I surprising think to rhythm, me. Yeah.
1: Rhythm, is, rhythm is something that I think I do have, but it, it's uh, everything else to do with it. No, I just, I don't. And, and, and I'm actually so bad. Like a lot of people say they're bad singers mm. and, and they're, they're not actually bad singers. And you'd like just go, oh, I'm so bad. And then the friends say, no, oh, you're great. I'm, I'm I, I, at drama school the choral singing teacher used to tell me when everyone was singing could I just mind because I was actually like oh. bringing down yeah yeah but I was happy to I was I was like it's not my thing so I like I like being so bad at it like that's my thing I yeah. wear a badge of honor and I'm terrible terrible at music. Mm.
0: so you didn't keep it on then for the junior start though no.
1: I did not no no no, mm. no and I had a but I had the best singing teacher at a rather things Daryl this old man that filled me with wisdom every week going into him but uh, he, he, did, he did his he did his best yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did his best uh, to teach me to sing but yeah
0: how, how long are you out of Rada now? three years oh great! Cool I think oh right. Right. It,
1: it will be three years this yeah so it will be yeah I think a whole three years have gone yeah I think three yeah
0: and did you enjoy your time there?
1: I did, yeah. I really liked drama school. I think a lot of people kind of have different experiences, obviously. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's highs and lows. And, I, 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 you know, you appreciate the lows just as much as the highs. I kind of thought first year was fairly straightforward. The second year was a terrible year for me in terms of, like, I seemed to not be able to do anything right. But it was definitely the one I learned most from was mm. the second year. Because if you're just breezing through stuff, you don't necessarily, you're like, oh, I'm doing stuff right, but you don't know what you're doing wrong. So you can't learn from it. So yeah. I definitely found second year when I was getting broken down. In tutorials being brought to tears, but <laughs> the oh. the def- definitely the one I learned the most from.
0: Ah, yeah. oh. like it's, uh, you were, so the film of Young Offenders came out, didn't it? And then you went to drama school, or were you already in drama school when the film came out? <laughs>
1: So I was in drama school when the film came out, but we finished filming the film in like August, end of August, and I started in September. So I actually arrived to my first day of drama school with like skinhead-shaped eyebrow. I I got rid of the mustache because <laughs> I got you, you're
0: Yeah,
1: everyone thought that some hooligan had gotten in. <laughs> um, I remember there's a fella in my year, Danny, that I was just joking like the first day, and I just tapping someone on the shoulder and then looking away. And then he saw me and was like, oh, great, this lad's going to bully me for three years because he just saw my hair and saw me do that. But no, we're a great (laughs) friend.
0: That's absolutely gassy. You weren't tempted then when, like, the success of the film, you weren't tempted to just pack it all in and just go and do the free life, actor life. Uh,
1: No, I think... I was lucky lucky enough to... Oh, that's that's 10% better. there. I should go in by the way. Uh I I was lucky that I got some attention from agents after the film and mm-hmm. then you kinda of do get a bit excited. But I was like definitely like I, I I knew that how much I wanted to go to drama school since forever and especially go over to London and uh I had so much to learn, like Alex, Alex who plays and um, Connor and Young Offenders put it so well in the interview, someone said the similar question to him. And he was like, Oh yeah, I knew that I could play that character really well, but <laughs> if that's yeah. all acting was playing Connor or Jock, then we'd be sorry, but <laughs> it's a, a lot, lot more that we had no idea about. And uh I definitely needed that time to explore that stuff and also and, and literally just fail and, and work out what, what what works for me in an environment where you're encouraged to mess up. And you're not being judged. Like, I think the best people, I find it interesting, like at drama school, sometimes you see other years performing, mm. particularly the years above you. And there will be some actors in my drama school watching, and I'd be like, Jesus, they are terrible. And I'm like, how are they? And just like, I just think they're so bad. And then when it would come to the third year shows, all of a sudden they would be amazing. Mm. And I was like, they're using drama school. Exactly the way it should be used. Yeah. I saw them in plays, and they were so terrible because they were trying stuff and they weren't scared to give terrible performances because they were giving these bold, making these bold choices and and, and, and doing wild things. And it didn't always come off. But by the time they got to third year, they tried all those things. So they knew what worked and what didn't work. And then all of a sudden, they were this like performer that was streets ahead of everyone else. And I yeah. was like, "That's what I need to do." Is that?
0: Do you know what's funny, like I've had this conversation with a few actors before that went to you know varying drama schools and often the like person in the group that everyone thinks is gonna go ahead go on and be like an absolute celeb and just like rake in all the acting work like might not necessarily do that well and then the person that like nobody expected <laughs> kind of fell under the radar ends up just like getting everything yeah
1: yeah yeah no absolutely that, that happens all the time I think that's I think that's a lot of the reasons why well. I think particularly the way stuff is going as well at the moment you know the, the industry is changing so much people are constantly want to see people subverting what you expect so mm. Yeah, I suppose the cliché thing like the confident, brash, good-looking person might be the person to go, oh, that person's going to... But that's not necessarily what people want to see anymore. They want to see yeah. all different sides of it, but yeah.
0: handy do you feel now that uh, the new season is coming out at this time? So, like, you feel like you have something going on, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because well, well, it wasn't supposed to come out for another month or two or two months, maybe. Oh. But they just brought it forward because of... I think they're running out of things to put on the telly.
0: Oh my God, absolutely. I'm running out of things to watch. I'm yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Good, yeah, yeah. So no, it is nice to have it during, during this time. Yeah, for you know, sure. Hopefully people need a bit of a laugh. So I think hopefully it gives it to
0: them. Yeah. Right, will we move on to the next number? Yeah. What number okay. would you like next?
1: I will go for number three.
0: Number three. Okay. <laughs> this one's a big gaff. Right. Genophobia is a fear of what? Genophobia? I should
1: know I should, I should know this. Is this an obvious thing that I should know? Mm,
0: it's is not it it, 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 like when you hear okay. it, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, it, it makes is sense. It,
1: is it a fear of like g- generations or something like a, a generational thing? no like you're, no. Okay. Uh, a fear of I being generic?
0: You, no, I'll give you a clue, because okay. it is actually like you know you're just kind of. Shooting in the wind here. Genuine, <laughs> genuine, Genu- Genu- Genuine? No.
1: Ge- okay, just tell me, go on, what is it?
0: <laughs> it's a fear of knees. Oh, wow, okay. Like, you know, like the word genuflect?
1: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Do you used to do when you go, when you go to maths. Before yeah. you go into your thesis, <laughs> Genuflect, the author. Um, there
0: you go now. You okay, well, okay, every you day. Go.
1: Fear of knees, okay. Jennifer. Fear
0: of knees, and you'll never forget okay.
1: it. <laughs> I won't, I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, what number would you like next?
1: Um, I would like number 12.
0: Number 12. What failure do you fear the most?
1: Oh, okay. What failure do I fear the most? I think what comes to mind. I'm I'm usually quite like good at over the years of just even auditions and stuff, forgetting about stuff and going, I gave it my best and, and I didn't get it and you go, That's fine. Um the one time I regret stuff and and I and I'm fearful of ever happening again and I'm won't let happen again is either not fully preparing for something. So when you do it you're not you haven't given it your best, or when you have fully prepared and you're in I did an audition for something last year and it was a job I was, like, very passionate about. And the director was like, oh, how are you? Is it good? And then asked me, did I like this character? I was like, yeah, yeah, I love the character, but didn't really say more. And he was like, okay, go for it. Did the piece. And then after he was like, great, thanks. But I never got to... It kind of, it meant a lot to me, this part, for, like, a a friend of mine had a similar story and stuff. And I never got to, like, say that and say my piece Mm -hmm. with it. And I left and was like, oh, and I thought I'd made it Hames the audition. And it turned out Then I was down to like the last two, but it went to someone else in the end. And I'm always like, if I just said what, like, if I had, and I knew in the moment when I was leaving, I was like, oh, just say it, just say, say your piece, say your, like, so mm. I think that's my biggest fear is not, is, 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 is not being fully prepared. And when you are not, 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 not doing your, your all in terms of in yeah. terms of that. And and obviously there's a balance and, a, and, a, and a, a point to hit. But if I have something like that again, I, I, I made mean, a promise that I'll never leave the room without doing that. That's definitely probably my biggest... I wouldn't have many regrets, but that would be one of
0: them. Mm. Would you get nervous before auditions and stuff?
1: I yeah I, I yes, yeah, sometimes it depends on what it is. I think sometimes I get nervous with theater auditions because I haven't done a lot of theater auditions in the last while, but um, I think some but theater obviously is, a, is more performative than screen to an extent. I always think it's like putting like a magnifying glass on reality. Yes. And, like it just has to be bigger. Um, and usually when you're doing a theater audition, it's like four pages. And you're allowed to have the script in your hand, but I always try not to because I can't really act if I do. So yeah, it feels like I'm auditioning for drama school again or something when I do the theatre <laughs> auditions. And with script for stuff with screen, usually... I think theatre auditions be, are
0: more difficult. Yeah, I just feel like...
1: Yeah, the, no, I think they are. No, I agree, yeah. yeah they, I just think you have to you have to prepare more. It's more of a... Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, That's definitely the way I feel because you can't, I don't like holding a script in my hand. Even if it's five pages, I'd have to have it all learnt off. And then when you come in with it all learned off, then there's a bit of like, oh, he has it all learned off. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's really, he's really gone for this, hasn't he? Um, Puts
0: down the script.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, oh, here we go, okay. Um, But I don't think, I don't think in general I get too nervous, but it, it can change all the time. I think the more auditions you do and the more everything you do, or when you do a play in front of like a thousand people and then I go in for an audition and I'm like, geez, you, you could do that. So this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. And it was a, a friend of mine said, I don't know. Um, I can't remember who said it to me, but a friend of mine said like, when you go into an audition always, and I try to have this mindset, it's like and go in as if, as if you're, you're already shot, like you're going like, I'm, oh, I'm the guy you're looking... Like, you're not, not yeah. like in a cocky way, but like not hoping that they pick you, but like kind of going in and being like, this, mm-hmm. this is... Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And there's just that that kind of, sometimes it sounds a bit like cocky, but I don't mean it in that way. But just to think if you kind of reverse, people always find the kind of positions of authority are scary, but I think... You hopefully in a good project everyone should want to equally work with everyone so they should be just as excited to have you in the room as you are to be with them
0: yeah you know sure.
1: it's easy yeah. to be fearful of them but maybe they're fearful of you as well you've, <laughs> but, you've yeah.
0: a deadly mix as well like already like how, how old are you you might be asking
1: uh, 25 i keep forgetting because i just turned 25 but you.
0: happy birthday <laughs>
1: uh, thank you <laughs> um
0: yeah. but like You've done, like, a serious mix of film and theatre already. Like, I in, you ran the West End, weren't you?
1: I was, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. No that biggie. Was first job <laughs> no, it was, um, that was um first job cool. That was That was a kind of fortune in terms of, it was towards the end of my third year. I had to leave a few months early, but, like, Martin McDonagh, Lieutenant of more was happening, and a part just that was perfect for me. And mm. um, so there is I think you make your own look for sure but, but the, the universe definitely lined in a way for me there that was very fortunate
0: yeah absolutely class and was like Sarah Green was in that
1: was she it was Charlie Charlie, Charlie Murphy oh oops. Sarah no Sarah did Sarah did um, did the cripple though, the, the cripple with, that was um, that was um, Michael Grandish as well though.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah do you have um, a preference like if somebody said I always ask actors this are on the podcast but like if somebody said, "Pick one. You can only work in one now, forevermore," would you be able to pick? Uh, one?
1: No, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't. I w- uh, It's hard. It's hard because you always think you like one more than the other. Like when I was doing the play, and you're doing it for a long run, I just couldn't wait to do screen. And I was like, "That's all I want to do now for the next while." And I'd done that for a year, and then just before all this, there was a, I was supposed to be doing a play at the end of this year. Um, But when I was in Scream for a while, then I was like, you just missed a live audience and you want to get back to it. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. But then by the same token as I think where my true love for acting started is from film because I wasn't going to the theater every week. I was Mm. watching films. But then I have more fun on stage and screen. So I don't know, it's hard to say. You love
0: them both. They're yeah. both your children. Yeah. You love them yes. really.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> I saw you appear in um nineteen
1: seventeen. I was like, Go <laughs> Yes, yeah. My very brief, brief appearance, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but
0: like it's not even like okay, yeah, obviously it's you're not in it loads, but like you're very much there. Like I say the amount of people who said it to you afterwards. Oh.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do get it all the time. It's uh, I, I, to be honest, I was just so happy to be a part of that film. I remember the auditions were going around for the two leads <clears throat> and I was just, I got this, like, um, around the same time, this BAFTA breakthrough thing mm-hmm. and at the event, I hadn't gotten those two parents, but at the event, my agent was like, oh, that's the producer over there, um, uh, Pippa and I was, after a few drinks at the event, and I was like, can I go up to her and just, like, ask her to put me in it? And and she was like, yeah, (laughs) whatever. So I went up and was like, oh, I've read this. Like, I just think it's amazing. I've always loved those war films, like Band of Brothers and stuff like that, particularly because you watch them as well. And you see a lot of the young talent, like.
0: Yeah. And
1: it is a bit, it is a bit, obviously, because it's a war film there's, it's, it's with the male talent which is unfortunate and I think they're trying to change that hopefully <laughs> because um, yeah, it's not really necessarily the best way to do it. but um, yeah so then after I I had uh, that conversation or that day then I had a meeting was set up with Sam and then I just met him and he was great and yeah there I mean there were so many parts for in it, that it was just he was saying, yeah. finding which one. So it was great to just just to be a part of that and to be on that set and
0: oh, like, and it, to, was to see everything. like yeah, it was class. Like stressful to it really watch. Was I was I was so stressed watching it. Like I thought it was amazing, but like because you're like on the journey with um, was it George McKay? George, McKay? yeah, George yeah, McKay. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time, yeah. And uh, you just like feel like it's nearly happening to you, and I'm just like oh my god, yeah, <laughs> like, no, like he never gets incredible. a breath in it, like.
1: No, no, no. And as soon as he does get a little break, it's just, poof, go again.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I just, yeah, George is phenomenal. Just even just as a performer watching him and just mm. how he threads the line so well. Like, I think there's a moment in it when, I don't know if i give a spoiler away now, but you know, when, when Blake dies. <laughs> it's, like a a spo- it's a bit of a spoiler.
0: Absolutely ruin the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just say a spoiler <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he treads the line so well though because as an actor you would love to just lose yourself in that moment and start doing floods of tears and stuff like that but you can see that his dilemma he's like getting so upset but his character's like I have to keep going like mm. for him and do." And he's like he, he never lets like you know the kind of greedy actor go let me cry now yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I can do this so well <laughs> yeah
1: exactly exactly he's brilliant
0: yeah, it's class. All right, let's move on to the next number. What would you like?
1: i go for number one.
0: Number one. All right, this is a spelling question. Okay. How good is your spelling, would you say?
1: Ooh, I'd say it's, it's pretty, pretty, maybe above average.
0: A pretty above average?
1: Yeah. i okay. back myself to like <laughs> right. I think get right. stickers and I was seven of the spelling, you know, in my, my copybook, 20 out of 20, 19 out of 20. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I was only 7, you know, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: No pressure now. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Could you please spell the word? Nauseous.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem. Okay, well. <laughs> N-A-U... X-C-I-O-U-S? No.
0: No. (laughs) N-A-U-T? No. Is it an X? Is there an X in there? (laughs) No, there is no no X.
1: (laughs) N-A-U-S-C-I-O-U-S? No. No. Nauseous.
0: Oh, come on, Chris. It's N-A-U-S-C-I-O-U-S? No. S-E-O-U-S.
1: Okay. Oh, re- i have really made a fool of myself. There. Like, you'd
0: never think it was a hard word, would you? Nauseous. No. you would be like, I would have definitely said T-I-O-U-S.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it feels like there's a sneaky X in there. <laughs> totally, yeah. No, you know. no one's from. listening to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. The X is like, no, not even close. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, sure, look, you tried. Uh, what number would you like okay. now?
1: Okay, I'd like uh, a number nine, please.
0: Number nine. What has been your biggest lockdown failure?
1: Oh, biggest lockdown failure. I actually, I actually found lockdown uh, quite a productive time because I think usually as an as an actor, were I'm like we're all in and out of work so much anyway. So I sometimes can kind of fall into the thing of just not really doing anything.
0: Really? But because
1: everyone had stopped working. I kind of felt like, oh, now everyone stopped. Now's my chance to get an edge. <laughs> so it kind of was, I kind of was like, uh, I, I kind of, I was, again, that's every actor says I was writing. Well, me and my friend were writing a lot. Do um,
0: you write together like...
1: Yeah, we used to just zoom and just write together over over lockdown. And we wrote a feature. Whether it's any good or not. Oh. Uh, we'll see. Um but yeah. <laughs> that might be that might be my biggest failure over lockdown to we'll see, but that's yet to be decided. <laughs> and I said I said I I said I'd I'd run a a half marathon and I didn't.
0: I ran um, a half marathon. Just did you? Saying. Did you? Over lockdown. Yeah, I ran the last. Last Thursday, yeah. Would you believe I took up running? Uh, I was never into running, really, and uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's but, amazing for a play. Thank you very much. with um, <laughs> the last three kilometers were hell, like hell, oh yeah. my god! I was just like, I was about to give up. I was like, oh, you're going to be so so mad at yourself if you don't do the last bit. But I don't know how anybody runs a marathon because, like. I couldn't, like, my limbs would barely move for the end. Like, I was just in really. Because
1: it was, was it fine up until up, up until what point were you like, this is pretty fine? I've
0: been doing a bit of training, but like, up until about maybe 17 kilometers, I was all right. Now, i have yeah, be running yeah. it slow enough, like,
1: I'm yeah, when yeah, to get
0: yeah, any yeah. awards for speed.
1: <laughs> yeah, but a half marathon's a half marathon, you cover the distance, no one can take thank away. Thank you,
0: thank you. Yeah, um,
1: um yeah, no, because I, I, I was running a bit. I done a few ten k's and then I was like, "This is actually grand. I could definitely keep going." But I was like, "I, I know if I kept running, there'll be a point where my body's like, stop." Mm. Um, so yeah, That's I didn't a huge do that. failure. Exactly, <laughs> I, I didn't do you. that. And also, as well, my brother uh, got quite good at the Rubik's cube, and uh, I said I'd learn it, and I pretty much had it learned, and. There was like just like two more stages to it. You know, I could get to the last two stages constantly and I said, i would do it tomorrow, pick it up again, and I didn't. So I failed to learn the Rubik's Cube fully as well.
0: Uh, were you in Cork? Are you from Cork? I yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> from accent. It's Everyone thinks I'm from again. Dublin. Really? The, the, yeah, a lot of things that like, I see on the internet They're like, the only fella who's not from Cork in the series is Jock's from Dublin. I'm, like, I'm not from, I had someone in the pub telling me before. That. Someone in the pub told me before, they were like, oh, I saw a documentary about you. And first of all, I was like, ah, one doesn't exist. <laughs> and then they were like, and you're from Dublin. And I was like, I'm from Cork. They're like, I'm pretty sure you're from Dublin. And there's nothing more infuriating than someone telling you where you're where yeah. you're from. So I I was born in Cork. It's like, I think you're from Dublin. And I just had to remove myself from the situation. Oh, my
0: God. Like, did he obviously thought you were somebody else?
1: No, no, no. It, it was um, a woman and she was convinced that I was... Um, said she'd seen a documentary about Jock from
0: Dublin mm, do you get like fa- do you get like fans and stuff getting onto you I'm like hey yeah <laughs> what are you up cool. to
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I mean the people uh, to be honest everyone's usually just so great um, and and I think we're lucky that it is received quite well in Ireland so in general everything's positive and when we do see negative stuff we actually just quite enjoy it it's quite funny really so, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think we're lucky that it's not too many, so me and Alex are just sending on to each other and that, because mm. if we're not laughing, we're crying out. We?
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> you probably do get recognised though, just being so tall and stuff, I'd say, when you're in Well,
1: coffee. it's our silhouettes, like I'm quite tall and Alex is short, so we, and we're like really good friends, so we hang out together a lot, and it just looks like we're looking for attention, really, like, yeah. cause we, it's like. It looks like we're trying to be recognized. Yeah, really so we're just, just walk
0: around Cork City together and just see how much free stuff we can get for the day.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> With bikes and we shave our heads.
0: Did the two of you know each other before the series or is it just your pals from doing it? Like
1: No, we we, we met um five years ago doing the film. Uh yeah. And Alex actually tried to try to I mean he tells the story a lot, but he tried to um we were in the waiting room for the final round of auditions and we didn't realize it was the final round or anything, but Alex was in the waiting room and he was there with his mom. And I arrived and I was like, hi, and they just I went to the toilet, and came back, and they just weren't speaking to me. And I found out after Alex had told his mom not to speak to me in the waiting room and like not to try and psych me out because he thought that it was just like one of us was gonna get the parts. He was trying to play mind games with me.
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we found out we both got to part, so we became the best of friends. I'm
0: trying to play a mind games, all oh, stuff. That's so funny. Right, well, we move on to the next number? What yes.
1: Uh, go for 14.
0: Number 14. Who do you go to when you failed?
1: Who do I go to when I failed? I think it changes. It changes, like depending on on what the 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 failure is or whatever, you know. Um, it changes. So sometimes it will be friends, and then a lot of the time I think it could probably be my mom, my mom and my dad. But my mom, I think one that springs to mind the the, the most in my head is when I was all, like in secondary school, when I was auditioning for drama schools, and. I had auditioned for, I think, three or four, three of them maybe, and I hadn't gotten in. I got into the second or third round, maybe, of the Lear. I think I got into the second round of Radha. And that was all I ever wanted to do was go to drama school. And when I didn't get into any of them, I remember getting the email for the last one when when I was in my supervised study. And I just had to, like, get up and leave. And the teacher was like, where are you going? And then he just, like, saw the tears in my eyes. I was like, I need to go home. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, no. And, and well, my mom came home then. And uh, up until that point, my mom had always been like, yeah, you're going to do acting and drama school and stuff. But it was always like, if you didn't get in, I was going to go to, like, UCC and do commerce. Oh. And just do something in, in UCC. And I think when she came home that day and saw how upset I was that I failed to get in she immediately was like right there's no way you're going to UCC she's like you're going to do drama and theater in Cork for the year and then you're going to try again to go to drama schools over in in London like she immediately was like I obviously knew how much it meant to you but not quite like she couldn't bear to see how upset I was she was like right no is there anywhere else we can apply for this year everywhere else was finished taking applications so she was like right next year we go again and uh yeah, I always remember that was a kind of moment. My mom was like, it kind of changed in terms of. Yeah. I like, oh, yeah. she really wants to like support me for the whole thing. If there all my family's always been so supportive, but I think drama school, sending someone to drama school, can be quite. Uh, it can just be expensive for the family as well. You get like sure, your yeah. fees paid for by the government and stuff like that, but you know you're moving to London, so that brings its own costs as well. Yeah. But they were they were so great to me.
0: Yeah, my poor mother had uh, two of us want to be actors in the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my older sister, Rosanna, uh, was, went performing and she was in the... Actually, she went to UCC first in the drama and theatre she's there. And oh, really? And did the Gage school then after. Oh, but, uh I think mom had like set on, you know, one, because there's four siblings, but like, okay, there's going to be one artsy, you know, person who does that and like the rest, I'll just... We we'll get some good stable jobs, and then I came See, along. I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm we'll an uh, audition for drama school as well." She's like, "Oh God, <laughs> that's
1: class!" And where did did you stay in Ireland, or where did you go?
0: I went to so I went to the DIT Conservatory of Music and Drama, and I did the degree there, and then I did a year in Bow Street.
1: Oh class! I loved that DIT one because I I was in the school of music in Cork, and they're kind of similar I think mm. I, I loved it. I yeah. Uh, I, and I was you always
0: the left.
1: <laughs> you know, I know I upped and left. Yeah, I did, I did. But I remember before I upped and left, I was like, I'm loving this so much that I think that's part of the reason why I got into drama school over there is that I was so happy where I was. I was like, if I don't get in, I'm happy to stay here and yeah. That I think it kind of it, <clears throat> removed all that kind of stress that can go with those auditions. And um, yeah, Wall yeah. Street as well. i I've. Uh, I've there's so many people have come from there, haven't they? So
0: many. Yeah, yeah. It's, so mental. Many. it's mental. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> just a little kind of hub of Bow Street people. Especially like, I think, the first year <clears throat> of Bow Street now are all like, like Neve Algar and like, Sean Kerr's, like, and all of them. are like Jack me. and
1: Barry and yeah, they're all there. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's mad. Barry's in 1917 as well, is he?
1: Barry was in
0: Oh, Dunkirk, yes, yes. <laughs> other <laughs> war
1: movie. Yeah, other war <laughs> <laughs> movie. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Bow Street was always when I was looking at when I was younger. What mm-hmm. did you, did you find like, um, that they covered much screen? Because I'm not sure if they did actually when I would, they probably, I don't know, but I, I suppose it was definitely a big, uh, but the DIT would have been more theatre-based,
0: right? Yeah, DIT was generally all theatre-based until the third year. And then we did a couple of weeks in screen. And then that's when yeah. I was like, I had never done screen before. I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is great. I love it. <laughs> and uh, then I was like, fuck it, I'll audition for Wall Street. For Wall Street. And, uh, yeah, and then it was there, all screen. And, uh, Now I'm famous and you can have my autograph. <laughs> I will, thank you.
1: We'll exchange.
0: (laughs) Jokes. All right, well, shall we move on to the next number? What would you like? Yes,
1: I will take number 11.
0: Number 11. What's your earliest memory of failure?
1: Earliest memory of failure. Um... I've like never failed. Uh, um, I have a That's lot. <laughs> um I'm trying to think to like what, what level or what what degree oh. I remember I remember that. just I remember just being quite young and playing soccer. And I was just never quite good enough like I, really? I, I play and stuff like that and, but i I always kind of yeah I just wasn't I wasn't it wasn't the best like but I really wanted to be and I was just convinced like I could always keep, keep getting to that and I did get better but um, yeah no it was never really I was always I have fond memories of sitting on the bench and eating Jaffa cakes and never really getting my game and um, did that bother you like were you,
0: were you sad about that?
1: I think at the time I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you do, you want to be like, you know, th- life at, at that age is quite like when you're young, it's like, the if you're good at football, then you're one of the cool guys. And if you're not, Absolutely. then you're you're not really like,
0: yeah. you know, at, <laughs> th- at that
1: age, there's not a whole lot. Of, there's not a whole lot of, uh, I wasn't one of the, um, oh, my battery doesn't cool. I wasn't, uh, yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't the best, so I think if you want to go and real, plug that in, if it's it is that. plugged in, yeah, no, it is plugged in. But I just turned down the brightness there, and
0: so okay.
1: Um, yeah. So I think I think uh, you know when you get older, you start to value people and their character. But back back then, I think it's uh how many goals can you score? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I do I do remember kind of being a bit like that. So yeah, I definitely was was failing at football a lot when I was younger, and, and also just um, even even just things as simple as like, I've been acting since I was young as well and just auditions, and just countless auditions, you know. I think a lot of people as well when like with the Young Offenders did happen when we were quite young. People are like, oh, he was very lucky, he got his, his break on that and stuff. But and, well, I was going up to Dublin every weekend. Or, like every other weekend, sometimes my dad would drive me up for auditions and I'd be sending emails to casting directors every day from the age of 13, like... <laughs> I still have the emails. Like it's so funny. When I see these cast members now. Sometimes I'm like, so funny. Was, oh God! Did you do that as well? Yeah, yeah. And your headshot. You look so funny. And it's oh. the email, like, I promise, if you take, if you if, if you let me take you for a coffee, you will not regret it. <laughs> and all these things, and just never hearing back. Um. So yeah, it like, suppose It was always in that, that that way as well.
0: Were you one to go kind of lads? You know, a lot of like lads. And girls, I suppose. Um, you know, when you're a teenager and you're one of the people who loves drama and like youth theater and stuff, and like, yeah, were you a bit like, oh, embarrassed, or were you always just, like, yeah?
1: No, I was, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I wasn't embarrassed at all when I was in primary school. I was, you know, I'd just be like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be this, and I was young enough. And then I went to secondary school. I remember going not familiar with these people, my friends know, like, and I'm not going to apologise for who I am, but I definitely wasn't going to openly share it as well. Mm. And I remember being in fourth year in secondary school and someone found out, like, I knew that, like, I was just learning lines off from a free class or something like that. I think it was actually a Mr. Man and the Walsh monologue. And someone said, what are you doing? And then, (laughs) then he was like, I was all for acting and stuff. And it was one of these kids that I think he was one of the rugby lads or whatever, like, And then instead of, like, you know, you have these kind of uh, scenarios, like, they're all going to start going, ha, ha, look at it. They're all like, that's class, boy, that's unreal, and why'd you do that? And and I realised, like, oh, wow no one cares. Like, Mm. if anything, people just think it's really interesting. And that was just an amazing moment for me. I was like, oh, wow I can really let everyone know what I want to do and not be fearful or not be. And uh, I, I think that age, though, was a very special age, like, 16 15 16 when people are generally in like fourth year or transition year I think people start to grow up a lot and I remember just feeling very excited then and everyone was so interested it was it was a lovely sort of moment
0: mm, yeah that is cool I, I, I mean I did like a good bit of drama when I was a teenager but I always wonder um so I went to an all-girls school and I wasn't really self-conscious because I was in an all-girls school. But, like I always wonder if I'd been in a mixed school, would I have been, you know, mortified to be doing all the plays and stuff? Hopefully not. Hopefully, I Yeah, I for I myself. Know. But, like, when we used to go then by the boys' school, be like, oh, my God, the boys. But maybe that was because we weren't integrated from yeah, the start. Yeah, I always
1: ask those questions as well. Mm. You know, I'm like, if I had gone to a different school in Cork... And, and like meant different friendship groups would I have changed would I, would I be like I don't know <laughs> running a business
0: doing like, commerce
1: <laughs> yeah exactly I don't know and I always wonder that as well and I like to think I definitely wouldn't but I suppose you just don't know
0: yeah yeah, yeah. are your family have you got siblings like are they
1: yeah one older brother
0: into, oh, is he in? No,
1: no, he's an he's an officer in the navy. So we're we're very different.
0: Oh, god! Quite
1: similar in a lot of ways as well. Like we get on very very well. But mm. in terms of very interests and stuff, they'd be very different. But he'd be one of my best pals. Now. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah. All right, I think we've time for one more question. What number would you like? Brilliant.
1: Pick uh, okay, uh, number seven.
0: Number seven that was my favorite
1: number when I was younger because it was uh, David Beckham's number. Menu. Um. I'm not really a football fan anymore, but back in the day, you know, when I was trying my best, that was it.
0: That was it, like,
1: yeah, that was it, yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. I, oh. I do.
0: I think you're like one of the first guests who has said yes. To say that,
1: I, I do yeah, right. because I, 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 I like to live my life that way. Mm. It makes it, makes it, there's someone that's like very close to me I said before, uh, she had like a bracelet that said, what's for you won't pass you. And I just love that. And I think if it's, it's an easy way to not punish yourself and not kick yourself. that If something doesn't go your way or something doesn't, happen your way. I feel like I'm contradicting myself now because earlier I said I wish I had done more in that scenario <laughs> um, for in the audition. But I think, you know, if, if, if something's meant to be, it, it, it will be. Mm. And if you just keep on trying and keep trying, you don't know when it'll happen, but but it, it will happen. And, and if you take, yeah, I don't know, I, I like to believe in the, the, like, the law of attraction yeah. and that sort of stuff as well. My dad, when I was younger, always encouraged me to make lists of like my goals for every year and stuff like that and and just like vision boards and stuff like that so I try my best to do that and it's I think it's harder than you think it's easy just to go work, work for me because I just I wrote it on a list and I <laughs> I made a vision board and I'm like well, you, you really have to try it and apply it every day
0: yeah um,
1: which I think is is, is difficult but I, I do like to think everything happens for a reason because whether it's good or bad it's building your character and I think It makes you always question then like do you really want to do this thing if it doesn't go your way and you're like well if everything's happening for a reason why why isn't why are bad things happening and i think it makes you question then if you want to if if, what you truly feel like what you want to do in life when it doesn't go your way it makes you question that and 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 hopefully builds you as as a person yeah so i don't necessarily know if i truly believe in it but it's something that i like to live my life by and it's a philosophy that I would definitely say I I I have and adopt. But whether if I was being like a, a scientist, whether I don't know, but that's what I choose to believe.
0: Do you have any kind of like example of anything um that has happened in your life that you're like, if I hadn't done that or if I, you know, that had yeah, worked out or didn't the work biggest, out, then this yeah. Mm.
1: A huge, a huge one. It was with with, with like that with drama schools that year. Mm. I didn't get into the lair or I didn't get into any of, of those drama schools. And I came home and like I said, my mom was like, We go again next year. And then I stayed in Cork and went to um School of Music, met some of my best friends there. But also while I was there, the audition for young offenders came through. And had I gotten into drama school, I would never have auditioned for Young Offenders. I would never have met Alex. And, we I wouldn't have been in the film, and I wouldn't be here three seasons later. And then I had that experience, and then I went off to drama school. And when I didn't get in at the time, I felt like, oh, everything's against me, everything's whatever. But my mom, my mom sat me down that day when I came home. It's like everything happens for a reason. It might not be clear now, but in a year's time, you look back and go, that's why I didn't get in. Yeah. And that young offenders is is yeah, a, that's the perfect example of. When it did happen for me, and it was for the best.
0: That's class. And you might not be on this podcast. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'd be doing the pinnacle of your career. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <yes. laughs> oh, Chris! Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I thank you. No, I loved it immensely.
1: No, it's brilliant. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Fail Harder. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you could help me spread the word by subscribing to the podcast, rate and review it, share it with a friend. That would be such a huge help. Thank you so much.
1: This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.